You have landed on the one and only podcast where you'll learn about the people and places that inspire life-changing travel. This is Dramatic Travels. Hello, my friends. Aaron Schlein here. And if you have big travel dreams for yourself and for your family, but you don't know quite how to make them come true, then you definitely want to join me on a free upcoming live webinar where I'm going to dive deep into seven specific things you can do every day to help make your family's travel dreams take flight. To reserve your spot on this free live webinar, head over to DramaticTravels.com slash webinar. Again, that's DramaticTravels.com slash webinar. I am very pleased to introduce you to my guest today, Mr. Zach Clam, the creator of TaxOnAMap.com. Zach is just a super dude, lots of really great stories. He was actually one of the very first people I connected with on my podcasting journey when I was reaching out to try to get guests for this show. He was uh, just really enthusiastic right from the get-go, hit it off right away. Uh, Really looking forward to uh, maintaining a friendship with Zach in years to come. I think you're really going to enjoy this interview with Mr. Zach Clam from taxonamap.com. Enjoy. Zach is a dad who has been lucky enough to see much of this amazing world, nearly 60 countries and counting. He's now raising three young boys with his wife in California. Zach began writing about his travel experiences as a hobby in 2015. Since then, he started a website, taxonamap.com, to share these memories and is in the process of completing a travel memoir novel. Hello, Zach. How are you, man? Good. How you doing, man? Doing great. So uh, anything from that intro that I missed? Uh, no, pretty, pretty spot on. It's, uh, uh, yeah, just a, a dad who likes to travel and, uh, dad first travel second. And, and that's about it. <laughs> I love writing too. All right. Well, you and I are, uh, we're quite similar in that regard. <laughs> so buddy, ready to get into some travel drama? Yeah, let's do it. Get, let's get amongst it. Zach, let's start at the very beginning. Tell us about your earliest travel memory and the emotions that made it so memorable. Um, yeah, that, uh, thinking back the first time I really traveled outside, uh, I, I grew up in, in a small town in Alberta, Canada. Uh, the first time we went travel was, uh, really far was, uh, to Vancouver for Ex- Expo 86. Um, so yeah, that's, a that's, you know, almost 30 years, that's over 30 years ago. Um, and the first time I ever saw the ocean, which was cool, but, um, the, the kind of the emotion that, that really comes, uh, uh, to me was, uh, how, um, it was, it was basically like a, like a mini adventure at, at being 10 years old at the time. Uh, and you know, one, one story my parents like to tell is, you know, growing up in a small town, I was kind of like a 10 year old country bumpkin walking through the streets of Vancouver with them talking to, you know, saying hi to everybody, talking to everyone on the street and people not really sure how to handle it. And, you know, kind of in the big city and, and, uh, um, yeah, we did. I just, I'd even go up to, you know, people that were down on the lock, uh, you know, homeless folks and start chatting with them and ha- asking how their day were, was. And, uh, you know, my mom would pull me to the side and try and give me caution, but I just kept, um, I was, you know, I just wanted to talk with people and, uh, meet people. And, um, and that's kind of the feeling that, uh, you know, that I really remember is, is sort of the, the, the adventure of it all and just seeing new different people. And I think that's really kind of, snowballed into how I feel about travel today in general. So country bumpkin meeting people in Vancouver. I love it. (laughs) Yeah, that sums it up. So Zach, you don't travel as much as you have without encountering some low moments. 
Can you share a low moment with us? Something that really rocked, really rocked you. Can you paint us a picture and tell us that story? Yeah. Um, well, this one's an easy one for me, unfortunately. Um, um, in 2005, I was lucky enough to, you know, basically I, I uh, was one of those guys that uh, sold everything and quit my job and went traveling around the world to, um, you know, basically the places that I really wanted to see and do. Um, uh, most of it was in Africa, uh, Russia and China and Southeast Asia. So I packed a lot in into, you know, 13 months. But um, the, my my low point is, and I call this uh, looking up at rock bottom, um it's you know not it's yeah basically i was in uh a small city in siberia um went partying with some russians and what got into a bar and a nightclub and um had too much vodka and blacked out and ended up in a siberian jail (laughs) um and that's you know that's not really uh something i'm you know uh you know terribly proud of at the time or or whatnot and it's you know it's it's uh a humbling moment when you, you kind of wake up in the morning and you realize, you know, uh, yeah, you've, you just, it does feel like that, uh, a rock bottom moment. And, um, you know, there, there is some levity to it. I made friends, friends in there with the guards. They let me out and I had to walk home lost for two hours on a Sunday morning and got mild hypothermia. Um, and when I came back, my friend noticed that I had a black eye. So, um, sum that all up and it's, uh, you know, come noon on, on that Sunday, you're feeling pretty low in life. And, um, the lesson, you know, and obviously with something like that, you know, without sounding like a total fool is, uh, is, you know, there's gotta be some takeaway. You gotta learn, uh, something from it. And, um, at the time it was, you know, when I was traveling, I was, I was really a social animal. I was, I was, you know, courteous, uh, but you know, I went out, I like to like to party. I like to have fun. And, um, and drinking was a part of it. And, and that was one of the things where even my, my friend at the time, my Aussie friend said, you know, mate, you, you know, you like to have fun, but sometimes you just got to dial it back a little. And, um, that was one of those moments where you just, you, you know, you kind of like, you got to have your wits about you, uh, especially when you're traveling in some seedy sort of places. And that was, that was one of them. And that was sort of, a um, uh, a big takeaway. And, um, and I've never touched vodka since. <laughs> so. I don't think you need to after that. I mean, I think you peaked with the vodka. How could yeah. it possibly come away with a better story than that? I mean, you covered every single base you could possibly need to cover in a story, man. You checked every box. I love it. And thanks for sharing <laughs> well, that story because that's that's not a story that you might get out of everybody. There's a lot of people that have s- stories, maybe not Siberian jail stories, but you know, but the, <laughs> but dude, you're willing to share. You put it out there and that's fantastic. I'm sure people are going to really enjoy listening to that story and they're going to learn from your takeaways. So now let's, let's move to the other extreme and tell us about one of your most inspirational travel moments and how that changed you. Um, yeah, this, this one's, uh, um, with travel, there's tons of inspiration and this one was a little harder to, 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 to kind of filter through and, and, uh, figure you know, get the best answer. But, um, one of the best of the best is, is when I, uh, finished university in 2003, I went, um, I, it's the first time I, I left North America. Uh, I traveled through, you know, uh, the United States and Mexico a few times. Uh, but I went to Thailand for Thailand and, and Indonesia for, um, for two months. And when I got to Thailand, uh, I was on, uh, on a small Island, Copenhagen, um, which does, it, it, it has a pretty big, you know, party culture there. 
a uh, lot of backpackers. You meet tons of people. A lot of fun way back way back when. I'm sure it still is. But um, the 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 big inspiration comes from the locals I met. Uh, right when I got there, I just got off the boat and it's kind of raining a little bit. And I walked by a bar, uh, this pub and they had an outdoor, like a, a barbecue kind of inside. And they waved me in and said, Hey, come here, come here, my friend. And, uh, they waved me in and, um, I said, go get cleaned up. We have free barbecue and ended up coming back there. And I only intended to stay a few days on the Island. I ended up staying three weeks because basically these, these locals took me under their wing. I actually started helping them with their business. Um, you know, promoting their, you know, their free barbecues and, and getting other backpackers in. And, and it was, you know, it was, you know, I was working for free, uh, but it, I was incentivized because I was bringing a lot more people in and, and um, have, and, you know, it was, it was kind of a, a, again, a snowball effect where more people would come in and uh, I'd have more fun. And I, and I met, met even more people and had even more fun. So it was, um, that was my benefit from it. And they obviously got a lot more business and, uh, I went back to the island a few, you know, a few years um, after that, and 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 yeah, they were always really good, you know, really good to me, good friends, and that's really kind of what uh, what established how powerful the the people are in a travel experience. It's it's you know to me the 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 where is almost secondary. It's it's you know it's getting where and then finding out who. So without question, I feel I feel the exact same way. T- tell me who I'm going to be with. And then we'll start, then we'll talk about where we're going to go because the people, the people <laughs> yeah. make it, man. And you said, you know, you didn't get paid, dude, you got paid in memories. You got, yeah. <laughs> I mean, think about the memories and the knowledge that you can, you know, you can go back to that moment in your head anytime you want, because it was such a strong and powerful memory. I love it. You know, memory is a currency and uh, memories and knowledge to me really are the best souvenirs. The only souvenirs you re- really need to bring back from a trip. Yeah. And, and, uh, and actually one of the, uh, this story, you know, I guess I'll, I'll, slightly pump up my uh my uh my website it's one of the stories i did i did write about uh the title's called confessions of a blue hip pack uh that's basically uh the title should speak for itself how much of a um you know a bit of a naive goof getting to thailand and uh that story is 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 really captured in 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 that uh um in that uh that blog and 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 uh yeah even some digital or some handheld or what do you call them disposable camera uh pictures from 2003 for all the kids out there who want to see something ancient <laughs> and guys out there in podcast land if you need a visual on the confessions of a blue hip pack go to zach's site taxonamap.com you have a picture of yourself wearing the blue hip pack yes yes and, and it's, it's fabulous it is absolutely <laughs> fabulous i love it and happy to recommend it to, to anyone that will listen so zach let's talk let's drill down into uh our discussion of, of inspirational people and tell us about a specific person who inspired you to become the traveler that you are today. Yeah, this is uh this is easy. It's a, uh, uh, my, you know, my best friend is named Scott Andre, uh, Scott Andreas. He's, uh, um, uh, yeah, basically we, we were in high school, uh, in a small, small city called medicine hat in, in Alberta. And, um, uh, and, and in junior high together, and we, we really ran with different circles and it wasn't until, probably, you know, almost a decade after we graduated in, in, I finished university in Calgary and, and, and he was working there as well. Uh, we just, we just started, uh, uh, reconnecting and hanging out. We were kind of, uh, um, and he had been to, to Southeast Asia two years before and he, he went there for a few months and he was in, you know, he, I think he saw my, my, um, 
want to to go out and see new places and he really stoked the fire he he was insistent that i go there when i finished university so um yeah i I basically saved up and went for that was that two-month trip that i went to and he um uh it's funny we joke about this today like he you know we were uh uh, basically sitting around and i all i had it was a piece of scrap paper and he's giving me all this advice that the the couple days before i'm leaving um you know how to negotiate bangkok where to go and you know, what kind of, you know, the, what to do, like how, what trans to take to the islands. And I, you know, it's all chicken scratch on a piece of uh, scrap loose, loose leaf. And I did use it. And I actually like, uh, over 10 years later after that, I was, uh, we happened to be, uh, you know, in California and I ended up having it in my wallet, uh, and pulled it out. And he just, and he, you know, it's kind of a, it's a joke today. I, I took it out and it's sort of preserved in a baggie, baggy for um um uh, forever but uh but no yeah it was it, you know he's the guy that that really sort of you know he had been on the trail and he he just said dude go out and and you know get get after it and uh so yeah he's and and you know yeah that's it that's 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 the guy so excellent what is he doing with himself these days yeah he uh uh after i left canada i i, I lived in uh, australia for about four years and worked for an oil company there and um we both uh we're both in, uh engineers by trade and um and uh yeah we actually worked for the same company together in australia he ended up um staying there and he's a he's a uh, canadian but an australian citizen and uh he lives in brisbane and um yeah and i i i moved away from australia in 2010 and now i'm a um uh a proud, proud American citizen too. So it's, uh, we both got our duels, (laughs) different countries. Excellent, man. Great story. And, uh, it's nice to have friends like that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Coming right up. Zach's got a story about travel romance right after we hear from our nonprofit partners. Stick with us. Every student deserves a chance to expand his or her global education, regardless of socioeconomic status. I believe this to be true, and so does Flight. Flight is a nonprofit organization that empowers students in underserved communities through transformative travel experiences. Flight was founded in 2015 by travel author and blogger Matthew Kepnes, better known as Nomadic Matt. Flight works with students in underserved communities to promote the benefits of travel, education, and cultural awareness through the creation, funding, and management of overseas trips. Since 2015, Flight has sent three groups of students to Mexico, Cuba, and Ecuador, and they're in the process of selecting their next school partner for a trip this coming summer. Flight was built with the support of donors who believe that travel can positively change the trajectory of one's life and create more well-informed global citizens. I encourage you to visit DramaticTravels.com forward slash flight. There you can find links to join the Flight community and donate to this fantastic organization. Now, flight is spelled F-L-Y-T-E, so that address again is DramaticTravels.com forward slash F-L-Y-T-E. That's DramaticTravels.com forward slash flight. So, Zach, we can't talk about drama without talking romance, buddy. Do you have a travel romance story to share with me and my listeners? Yeah, yeah. And this is, you know, I'd, I'd say this is pretty much the the ultimate or one could ever hope for in terms of romance and uh traveling uh, uh yeah i ended up meeting my wife overseas in in thailand on a uh, on a on a big on a big trip um 
this uh, island Copenhagen, we, you know, it's one of the, the several times after we went back and, and, you know, the good thing about traveling is you meet, meet people and you connect with people. And, um, I was living in Australia and, and, uh, I had friends still in North America, Americans and Canadians. And, um, over the Christmas, New Year's holidays, we, we planned to meet there and do a, uh, New Year's party and a full moon party at the in Copenhagen. This was in uh, end of 2006, uh, early 2007, and uh, she was a friend of a friend, and um, you know we kind of uh, you know hooked up there and uh, spent some time together in Southeast Asia. And she was she was living in Boston at the time, uh, and I was uh, I was living in Perth in Western Australia, and and um, you know really. It, in terms of cities on the planet, you can't really be further away from 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 each other. They're you know different hemispheres are exactly twelve hours away, depending on daylight savings time. Um, so yeah, it was uh, you know we we did the long distance thing and we made it work and uh, you know got engaged. Got uh, she moved to Australia, then we got married and moved to California. Crunched out some babies and here we are. <laughs> How many of those babies did you crunch out, Zach? Well, that was her more, <laughs> she did the work, <laughs> but, uh, but I, I did, uh, uh, we got three young boys. How old are those boys? Uh, Jack, he's, he's, he's just turned six. Uh, Dylan, our middle one is four and Brody, uh, he just, uh, just turned nine months. So there's a lot of, uh, a lot of action in the clam household these days. Heck yeah, man. You got your hands full, but like I like to say, it's better than having your hands empty, bud. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So let's switch to business a little bit. In your case, your blog, taxonamap.com. So your blog obviously yep. is pretty closely tied or very closely tied to travel. Tell me what you're yep. working on right now. What are you, what are you pumped up about? Um, yeah, the, yeah, the, the, uh, the, well, the one I'm, I'm going to be, um, uh, yeah, basically what I, um, every, every, every sort of three to four weeks, I, I kind of plan to to do a story. Basically, what I, how I've been doing it recently, you know, over the last year is um, I pick a I pick a country and a situation and 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 very strong characters, um, you know, to and write about a really fun, vivid experience for the reader. Just and I write I write in present tense, which is a little different uh, for something that happened in the past, but I feel it's it's good to kind of you know more vicarious effect for for the reader. Um, yeah, and and since. I started it in July last year. I've done blogs on uh, playing cricket in Sri Lanka um, and being horrible at it. Again, the 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 uh, the blue hip pack in Thailand, uh, having a mullet for a night in Australia. Um, good experiences. I've wrote wrote a few few on um, few on Indi- in, uh, a trip to India where uh, one where I got a cobra thrown around my neck and there's, uh, there's even video to prove it. So, um, yeah, I, I really try to keep the, keep the variety there. I keep it, um, somewhat short. I know people, you know, and I have, have, have pictures, uh, uh, kind of layered in there, but, you know, I, I think t- people's time is valuable. And if, if I'm, if I'm able to catch someone's attention, I want it to be, uh, snappy. I don't want to uh, go on. I, I don't want them to have a good experience. So I don't, I really try and keep it to around a thousand words or less, um, which is a very short story. It's just a really, it's a good snapshot that I hope that articulates kind of the, uh, and, and inspires people to, to want to, um, go places and, and give sort of the, the essence of what the place is based on characters, not so much, you know, I saw this or I, you know, I did that. So. Well, and you're one of the best characters in your stories. If I may gush for a second, <laughs> I got to gush for a second. I really, really enjoy your blog. Everything you just described I can vouch for being one of your readers. 
you know, you the, the narrative is wonderful. Everything is supported with, you know, really great pictures and, you know, you're in a lot of them and you can, you get to know these people that you're, you're sharing time with. And I think that's really powerful and, and underutilized really in the travel blog world, you know, as opposed to just saying, I did this, like you said, I did this and then I did that. And then I did this. You're talking about the, the feelings and the people and really taking people there. And I think that first person narrative in my opinion, it is wonderful. And I really, really enjoy it. I recommend anyone listening out there in podcast land, taxonamap.com. You won't regret it. It's a fantastic blog. Gush over. <laughs> Cheers, dude. Appreciate it. Sure. My pleasure. All right, Zach, can you share with us a specific lesson or a skill that you've learned from your travels that helps you navigate everyday life? Um, let's see here. Uh, uh, a specific lesson or skill. Um, definitely less irritable um you're when little things used to 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 bother me way more than it should have and uh especially after i did my big you know 13 month trip on the back end of that like i had friends that would say like you know they called it the the scary you know zach clam rage uh, they just said, man, it's just, it's not there as much anymore. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, you're, you're a little bit more chilled and, and, and you have to be like, uh, for example, like, um, the front end of this trip I did, I went from Cape town to Cairo in Africa and, and I traveled with the way the locals do it. I traveled in packed mini buses way overpacked and, you know, you're stuck in places and you really, really have to go with the flow. And, um, you know, you're, if you, if you don't learn, how how to um, go with the flow? Yeah, you, you just won't make it. And, and I learned pretty quickly. I I think I got irritable once, and it was actually an Australian guy that said, "Mate, what are you what are you worried about? You know, place isn't you know it, it, it's not going anywhere. You know, like uh, so yeah, that was the biggest takeaway that uh, I'd say the um, the strongest thing that travel's done for me. So in terms of ha- habits, perspective, patience, empathy. Yeah, yeah. All, all things, <laughs> all things that you can't have too much of, and all things that you really develop through through extensive travel. So, thanks for sharing that, Zach. And so, being a writer, I'm really actually really looking forward to your book recommendation. Can you recommend a book for a travel related book for our audience? Yeah, the the um, a classic one in the in the travel uh, you know the travel circuit at, you know at least ten years ago or so was. Was the Alchemist by uh, uh, Paulo Coelho? Uh, I think Coelho. Um, I think he pronounced his last name. I believe he's he's um, uh, either Brazilian or so, I think he's Brazilian. But um, yeah, the Alchemist is a great story. It's it's not too long. It's uh, uh, very incredibly inspirational. It's 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 one that I think was uh, in terms of you know the travel circuit. It's it's got to be regarded as a classic. If, if not, people don't, you know, people got to pick it up. <laughs> so again, the alchemist is, I think by far it's, it's, it's a great story provides a lot of inspiration for people to, uh, you know, I think to touch people to, to get them out and, and really see the world. So the alchemist, and we'll be sure to get that author's name, right? We'll link that up on the show notes page on dramatic travels.com. Zach, what is a gadget? or a tool or a resource you use that makes every trip better? Uh, I would have to, uh, I'd have to say, and this is, I don't know if this is a little bit of a kind of older school thinking, but a journal, um, really. And, and when I started my big trip, um, I, 
I didn't, I wasn't going to do it. And finally, like right before I left, I'm like, well, I'll just take a notepad if I want to take something down. And, and I, I had to force myself every, you know, it wasn't every night, but, uh, I pretty much wrote about, uh, every day, even, even if it was a, f- a few days later, I'd, I'd say, okay, on this day, I kind of did this, I did that. Um, and geez, I thank myself. Yeah. You know, especially two years ago when I started to, you know, write my book of memoirs, it's, it's, uh, even if you're writing down small little things or small little details, you forget. Uh, and it could be one little thing and, it, and it's, uh, uh, that, that you can, it brings you back to that specific moment. It brings back the emotions. It brings back, Oh yeah, I, I forgot about this guy, uh, or I forgot about this place. And, um, I would say that's, you know, that's really the, the, um, the thing I recommend most, especially if someone's going, um, going for s- somewhere over, over a few weeks, especially, or, uh, you know, if you're going to travel for a year or whatnot, that's, that'd be the, the, the biggest thing I, I would recommend. Can you give us a, a tip or a trick to, to writing an effective journal? Anything, any, do you, do you use a prompt? Do you just go to the blank page and, and just do a brain dump? How does that work? Usually it was over, I was, I'd be writing in retrospect over a couple days. So, you know, I get, you know, um, well, actually, no, there was one run where I was, I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do it every day. So I think I, I read back my notes and I went, you know, this is the 21st day where I've, I've written, you know, 21st day in a row. And those were a lot, little bit more extensive. And, and how I wrote was, was, um, sort of what I, what I did at the time. I, you know, a bit more of a guy's guy. So I really didn't put my, <laughs> my feelings as much down there, but I didn't need to, cause I knew, you know, I can, I can think back and, and really easily unpack how I felt. Um, uh, yeah, basically it was just a, usually a, a, a paragraph, uh, or two at least, um, of, you know, just a, just a bit of a brain dump. Uh, if some, uh, bigger happened, I'd write, you know, I think like my record was about six or seven pages on, uh, you know, on, on Mount Kilimanjaro, for example, I remember that one being like, you know, re- reading the date and then flipping through uh, seven or eight pages, which which actually would have been about fourteen or fifteen, you know, because they're uh, double sided, and and I couldn't believe how much I wrote back then. So uh, it would have been a big brain dump. <laughs> so the, my question is: Did you have your journal with you in that Siberian jail? Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, not not in the yeah, but uh, the 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 two days two days later uh i wrote about it and and uh um yeah i just uh, again i didn't really write the feelings i kind of wrote what what i recalled but uh um yeah i i had the i had the memories and this and the scars to prove it so <laughs> mental and physical <laughs> right that's all you need and i can really echo a lot of what you're saying about just the, the writing things down sometimes just a sentence a word or two on you know, the back of an envelope or a postcard, you know, will will jog all will jog your memories when you get home. It's it's really really powerful how something just something so simple will take you back to a situation or a moment just by reading a couple words that you wrote pen to paper. So definitely, I know not everyone is cut out uh, to be a travel journaler, but sometimes all it takes is just a couple words and taking home those memories is absolutely the key. And that's those are the best souvenirs you can get. So find a way that works for you to capture those travel memories and rock and roll it. And uh, if you have a unique or interesting way of sharing travel memories or collecting travel memories, please share them on dramatictravels.com. I'd love to share them with my audience and give full credit to you, my listeners. 
So Zach, <laughs> now we're both parents. So let's move on to the parenting side of travel and traveling with our kids. Can you share a piece of advice with parents who are hoping to inspire their kids to travel? Um, yeah, this, and this, this one is, uh, um, yeah, this one's a, a little, a uh, little trickier for me because, uh, you know, I'm obviously on the front end of this, uh, you know, being a dad family adventure. Um, and so really I have to sort of think, think sort of, uh, a few years ahead, like, um, um, you know, what, what advice, you know, would, what would I find helpful? And, um, the biggest thing I could, I could find that, you know, that I know that I'll, that I do, um, uh, cause I did do this myself is when I try, when I eventually travel with my wife and kids is, is the, the mantra of do, uh, do unto others, you know, treat people how you want to be treated. Um, I think that, you know, not, that's, you know, that's obviously a lesson in life that, you know, everyone should abide by. But, uh, the biggest thing when you're traveling is you do that and it opens up so many doors. Um, especially, and a lot of my travel has been to, uh, you know, a lot of the third world or developing nations. And, you know, I really haven't touched, you know, done much of Europe at all. Uh, that's a bit foreign to me at this point in my life, but, um, going to these places, you know, I think that, you know, as you know, coming from the West, uh, you know, Western, uh, the first world, you know, it is what it is. And I think if you're able to, to be humble, uh, and really relate with people and treat people how you'd want to be treated, like just as equals, um, it opens up so many doors. People want to help you. People want to give you recommendations, come to my cousin's restaurant or, or no, take this train, don't do that. And it, um, that is, you know, to me, that's travel advice gold that I would, I would give to any, any parent. So. Excellent, man. There's, I think you and I both have, have some really solid goals set for, for our kids and travel. And that's why, that's why this podcast exists is to talk to people like you who have had those experiences, who have received that, that travel inspiration from a, a variety of sources. And I want to get it out there to my audience so they can better understand what inspires people and what they can use to inspire themselves and their kids. So thanks for that, Zach. Finally, I'm, I'm going to paint you a picture here and I'm going to ask you to go in your mind. Imagine you're on a plane that's coming in for a landing and there's a young boy sitting next to you. And just as the plane touches down, you realize that boy is your 13 year old self. The plane's almost to the gate. You have three minutes to share your most important wisdom with your 13 year old self. Zach, what do you say? Um, if I could go back and talk to my 13 year old self, I would, I would say travel sooner. Uh, you know, uh, well, I guess if, if he was sitting on the plane, he'd, uh, um, he'd be already, already traveling, I guess. But, uh, yeah, in terms of, of myself, if I could go back in time, I would, I would say travel sooner. I, I, um, I was, uh, always fast. I, uh, fascinated by different places, but I never, and this was in the, in the nineties, you know, sort of, you know, uh, and it, you know, we, it was the onset of the internet. You just didn't, um, you know, the, the, the whole, um, access to new places and new information just, it wasn't there, uh, at the, at the level that, you know, it is today. But, um, I did have, a you know, uh, a yearning to, to go see other places and, and, and what really, um, uh, kicked it off was, uh, um, when I was about 19 or 20 years old, I was working, 
working at a restaurant and I heard, I heard someone else's, you know, experience or story about traveling uh, a friend who would, who would travel th- through Australia. And, um, and I worked and I worked and I worked and, uh, and I couldn't save up. I couldn't save up en- enough money to, to, to get the plane ticket and go there. Um, and I, f- at that point I figured it was better to go, better to go to school. Um, ended up, uh, you know, going to university and traveling later, but all through university, I, I just had this huge weight on my shoulders of regret that I didn't, you know, you know, I got to do this when I'm young. I got to really see the world when I, when I'm young. And, um, I had that feeling at, at, uh, you know, 19 or 20 years old and, uh, you know, and, and, and I would, you know, again, I, I would go back to, you know, my 13 year old self and I'd and say, look, go, um, it, you know, if, if you can go out there, research some places, uh, and, you know, put a plan together, talk to your folks and, um, yeah, even, geez, I, I, I fantasize about, um, what, how cool it would have been if I was, you know, 14 or 15 years old and I was able to go to school in a different country, like, um, just open your mind to, to, to new, uh, to seeing the world and, and traveling and, and hopefully you're, you know, where you are in life, where your parents in life can facilitate that. Cause it's amazing. And it's good to do it at an early age. I, I didn't, I didn't do it and really get out of North America till I was 26 and, uh, better late than ever, but, um, that's two times a 13 year old. So, <laughs> so flash forward to say when your oldest is 18 years old, he comes to you and says, dad, you know what? I really want to skip this university thing. I want to get out and travel and kind of make my own way. Now this is, this isn't hypothetical. This is you and your son. What do you say? Oh yeah, I would, I would support it. I, I, um, I, I didn't, I didn't really start, uh, getting my stuff together until I was about 22 years old. Uh, you know, I, I, um, I actually flunked out of university when, when I was 18 and it wasn't, I wasn't ready for, for it yet. And, um, uh, worked some, some labor jobs and, uh, and then went back to school. So really, I, I didn't, I didn't really get my start in life till I was 22. So if he was 18 and he wanted to take a year off, you know, I'd, I'd be a hypocrite if I said no. <laughs> well, Zach, you and I are both in the college flunk out club. I, I flunked out myself when I was 19, got my stuff together, got back in and, and got it, got it done. But uh, a lot of traveling in that meantime and man, did it make a difference. I just looking at comparing the two, the education, the formal education compared to the travel education, what am I using more today at 41 years old? It's not even close. Travel all day long. So get out there, travel early, travel often, travel with your kids, travel with your parents, travel by yourself. Just get out there, man. Zach Clam, thank you so much for joining us today. And if anyone out there wants to get in touch with Zach Clam, the man behind Tax on a Map, what's the best way, Zach? Um, yeah, uh, go to the uh, website. You could leave, uh, leave a comment. I got, uh, there's an email, Zach at taxinamap.com. Um, I got, I got various social media. I'm on, I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, like, uh, yeah, just small, humble accounts that, uh, if people want to, want to reach out to me, I, I can, I'm easily, easily found. So, and, and I'd, uh, um, love meeting new people. So if anyone has any comments or, you know, um, even advice or, or, or anything. I'm, I'm happy to provide it. I, I think if, if I can, if I can help uh, people get out there and, um, and be somewhat encouraging or inspirational, uh, I'm all for it. So. Well, you've certainly provided encouragement and inspiration today, Zach. Thanks so much. We're going to say goodbye. This has been the dramatic travels podcast. My name is Aaron Schlein. You have been listening to 
myself, and Zach Clam from taxonamap.com. Have a great day. Travel on, and we'll talk to you later. See ya. See ya. Thank you, my friends, for joining me on this episode of the Dramatic Travels podcast. It's time to head over to DramaticTravels.com, and I'd love for you to subscribe to the mailing list. Got a free gift waiting for you when you do. Aaron Schlein signing off for today. And remember, my friends, your emotional memories are your most powerful memories. So put some emotion in your motion.